One, two, three. Welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. Your host, Scott Needham. We talk about Amazon, how to grow your Amazon business, and how to do it in a smart way. That's the same as every episode. And today, like, I'm not joking. Like, I've been doing this for 10 years, and I've taken on lots of different risks. And there's something in here that is, you're probably going to act on at some point. I see no reason not to. So I have with me CJ from Bravo Bank. I'm going to tell you why we're going to talk about capital finance. And like, there's kind of a big change and a less expensive way to get access to capital. CJ, welcome. How you doing, Scott? All right. I've been talking with CJ for a while and we're going to create a scenario, but when it comes to like, if you're taking on a loan to grow your business, and a lot of people, yeah, at some point in your business, you're going to feel like, oh my goodness, if I just had more money, I can double this. You're right. You can. That's kind of how I grew my business to you know, tens of millions a year is we started by leveraging our assets. But like sometimes it's, it gets really expensive to do so, like you know, the interest rates. So that's what we want to talk about. And just as a disclaimer, like I, I do push away most financial services that want to come and talk on the podcast just because it's not interesting to me. I'm like, blah. But I love what CJ has done so far. And we even put together a guide of like all the different financial options that you have, the best of the best, and let you make your own decision. And Bravo's very competitive. And we're going to talk about why. I've already taken the microphone for too long, CJ. <laughs> Tell us a, bit, a little bit about your background. And we'll dive into Bravo and it is a bank. It is not a fintech. We're going to divide those between those two. All right, Scott. So first, thanks for having me on. Pleasure to be here. And yeah, so Bravo Bank is a e-commerce uh, lending division of a larger bank in Pennsylvania. So as you said, uh, being a part of a bank gives us a lot of leverage in helping out sellers in ways they've never been able to have been helped out before, which is in low cost of capital. And most of the time, banks just don't care about e-commerce or they don't understand it. And so they don't lend. That's right. So I've worked in large New York City banks for the last 17, 18 years. And lending to an e-commerce seller is usually a non-starter because most banks won't look at inventory assets in a retailer situation as collateral. And that was the opportunity that I saw as we continued at my larger bank, turn down e-commerce sellers. So when Bravo reached out to me with their concept of focusing on Amazon and hopefully soon Shopify and other e-commerce sellers, I knew there was a market for it. I knew sellers needed this capital and I knew they needed it at a respectable rate. We could even talk numbers and why that like it matters. Like you can get an offer from say like a seller's funding or a payability. And sometimes those interest rates will be north of 15%, maybe even up to 20% as they look into your business. But when you like loan a house, you know, we're talking about an interest rate of like five, six, seven percent. Now these percentages are going up because of what's going on. But like that's just a huge difference between the two. And it all comes down to like, what's the structure of financing? Is it inventory backed? What that means is that like, say you're not able to pay the loans. Well, the bank can take access to the inventory because like they need to back into their decision to give you money. So Actually, I'll just go through my decision process as I've made taken on loans. And I've, I've never wanted to take on a loan over 12%. I'm just like, I just can't like stomach that. My business is too low margin to do that. If I'm taking 20, 25% gross margins, I can't do a 15% interest rate loan. There's too much. It's too tight. Whereas 
if I get eight, nine percent, okay, we're talking. And so what you guys do that's different than any other bank is you connect to seller accounts, see what value they have, what revenue and what inventory value that they have. And you're like, okay, we have assets here. That's right. So our big differentiator is that we can lend you now up to $200,000 in under two minutes. And we do that by connecting to your Amazon store. We see your sales and we also run your personal credit. But what's important is that it's a soft pull. There's no impact to your credit score by applying through Bravo. And with those two data metrics, we can get you an offer for up to 200,000 in under two minutes. Now, interest rates have gone up. We lend as a base rate of Wall Street Journal Prime. And what that is, it's the Federal Reserve rate plus 3%. So we will fluctuate as the Fed changes their rate. And then we put on our margin, which ranges anywhere from 2% to 7% based on your credit metric. So as rates go higher at the Fed level, our rate sounds more expensive as our average rate now is between 10 and 12%. But as you pointed out, the seller's funding of the world, the other fintechs, their cost of capital can range anywhere from 20% to 50%. What's really interesting about fintech is they're first to market. They're the most creative and they've been around, you know, in the Amazon industry and focused on it for like five, six, seven, eight years where like banks just didn't touch it because uh, they probably were just like facing other problems. They just don't want to like think creatively, but the space is getting bigger. E-commerce is an industry of its own that's, you know, pro driving, you know, hundreds of billions of dollars. So like, you know, <laughs> finally the banks are catching up. So they had the first mover's advantage, these fintechs and like they had a place, but like now that like there's more sophisticated things, I think you have to pay attention to it. Now, and this is just for my interest, just like to build up, like what you just said, like there's the federal interest rate, which gets talked about a lot right now. It's gone up to stop inflation. Where is it right now? Where's the federal interest rate? So the Fed funds rate is at 4.25 and what we lend on is called Wall Street Journal Prime, which is three percentage points higher than that. So it's at 7.25. That's a pretty high rate historically. Yeah, yeah. For the last 10 years, that is actually a high yeah. rate. So based off of your credit, you know, like that's how that a bank thinks about this. Whereas others, they don't base everything off of the federal rates and, uh, you know, Wall Street Journal Prime. When I look at like taking on a loan, it's all about what is the cheapest of the cheap. There is Amazon lending as well, which is generally pretty strong. There's some challenges though with it too. It's like you don't always get an offer and they actually may reject you for whatever reason. You won't know why. And like their rates actually can be higher as well. So based on what I'm seeing, you know, you just kind of have to check. And if you got a better rate from Amazon, like I'd say take it, you know. <laughs> But then again, it is actually less flexible. I've paid off two or three Amazon loans and they make you take it all at once or they give it to you all at once. And then they, it's like a term loan where like you have to pay off like a section every single month. And those last few months usually right. get really, really tough. But where yours is like a line of credit, meaning where like you take what you need when you need it, you give back what you need and no penalty. That's right. So yeah, the Bravo offer is a, is a general line of credit. There's no fees. There's no upfront fees. There's no prepayment penalties. You only borrow what you need up to your line amount and you only owe us interest every month, but you can pay anything you want back to lower your overall interest cost if you want. And that's the difference with Amazon lending. Cause like you said, Amazon lending is a term loan. So, you know, they make you take all the money up front and then you owe them principal plus interest every single month until you pay that loan off. So if you're a working capital business, like Amazon sellers are making those principal payments can be very challenging. Yeah. So 
like you said, like capital, especially if you're in e-commerce, your capital needs are just totally different at different times of the year. Actually, for my business, historically, January is the last time we need capital. We just made it through Christmas. And, you know, usually we're like, we're, we're flush. We're like, okay, boom, inventory is low and we can pay off our bills. But sometimes we actually take a lot of credit where we're like, hey, we'll pay you after Christmas. And so we actually pay a lot of bills. So every business is a different situation. Whereas our private label business, it's usually like August to October. That's really tricky in terms of planning things out because you know, you're doubling your production runs, you're gearing up. So that's why I like the flexibility that you were just saying is that it's just nice to have that there so that you know, the months that are a little bit tight, you just have like total flexibility. And then at the same time, you know, you can just reduce interest. So I'm happy. I actually feel like this is like almost newsworthy of its own that like, hey guys, a bank's arrived, you know? <laughs> and um, you and I have worked together. Like I actually have done a sponsored post on my newsletter because it's to talk about Bravo. Like it is newsworthy that like, this is here, it's arrived. Help us understand like how a bank thinks about this and where were some of the like tipping points for you guys? Yeah. So, I mean, as you said, no other bank is in the market. You know, banks are typically not in this market. If they are, it's to back the SBA in the Small Business Association that they're lending. But other than that, Bravo's first to market as a bank. And the way we look at it is we look at it like a traditional bank does, but with the value and the power of getting e-commerce data. So we're looking at a loan on a collateralized basis based on inventory, like you said, but we have the technology to connect to your Amazon store, to make real-time decisions based on the valuation of the inventory, which other banks just cannot do. Okay. Well, I've got a private label business that does about 2.5 million a year in revenue. Our inventory value in Amazon is probably $200,000, maybe 300. What kind of range would I be looking at? If I wanted more, what would I need to do? Sure. So you would provide us with your ASINs, and we've built a proprietary software that runs your ASINs through a model that will tell us what we consider liquidation value would be. And it would be typically anywhere between 85% of the liquidation value. So if you buy something, because you're private label, if you buy something cheap overseas, you have it manufactured, but you're selling it at Amazon for $20 and your net cash out might be $10, we might lend you $8.50 of that. That's actually pretty generous. I was going to say, it's usually 50% of your cost. And that's where we're different because we're not looking at your cost per se. We're yeah. looking at what we can liquidate the inventory for if we yeah. had to do it ourselves. And that's that, our differentiator. Anybody yeah. can lend 50% of cost, but and, we built the technology to do it different. Yeah. No, I'm like, I've been in a conversation probably in the last few months. I'm like, trust me, this liquidation value is like rock solid. It will sell at this price no matter what. No one can beat this price. We're going to lose money. And you can just like, but like you can guarantee that this is going to happen. So there is a liquidation value on Amazon that's unlike anything else because of like the type of marketplace that it is. It's not like liquidation value inside of a brick and mortar store where like you're limited by the number of people. If liquidation value on Amazon is just like, if you have the cheapest price by like, you know, a healthy margin, like they will find you. That listing will skyrocket and it'll just sell. And that's exactly why most banks don't do it because they're scared off by the old retailer where they would no. liquidate a retailer and have to go to a store and liquidate through foot traffic. But as you know, Amazon's not like that. Amazon is endless foot traffic. 
So best case scenario, our liquidation value is like 80% of your net cash. Perfect. Uh, that's interesting. So yeah, you guys think about like a net cash and not just like cogs. Correct. Wow. Correct. I really think that this conversation is more interesting to me because it plays into like the, the general finance world of like the way that like, you know, you hear about interest rates and all the time I'm like, oh, that doesn't really affect if I'm taking on these like fintech loans or whatever, like that's just like just different. And actually, this is a question I had. If I have a loan and then the interest rate goes down by 2%, does that mm -hmm. benefit me as a seller? Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, we base our rate on Wall Street Journal Prime plus our margin. But if Wall Street Journal Prime drops by 2%, when we started, when we start, when I joined the bank in May, we were lending at Wall Street Journal Prime was 3.25. So it was 3.25 plus, let's say 4%. Now it's 7.25 plus 4%. Okay. So the margin didn't change, but the base rate did. But your loan fluctuates with the base rate. So if the prime goes down by 2%, okay. your loan just got 2% cheaper. The life, during the life of the loan, it will go up and down. Yes. So then you really should be paying attention to the news. <laughs> yep. Most uh, people would think we're at, a, we're at a peak right now. We're approaching a peak. So your loan will, should only get cheaper from here. I think so. What do you think? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think so. I think that we probably went up a little too fast, too quick. And I would think the Wall Street Journal prime rate will settle in and around five, five and a half percent. And that's pretty healthy. I think that's pretty healthy. So it's almost 2% yeah. below where it is now. How long has this like Wall Street Journal rate been around? Decades. Is this like the same, like the newspaper, like that, like sets? Like, yes. So this is our. That's right. It's what's printed in the newspaper. That's exactly right. All right. Interesting. All right. Well, yeah. now, now, now we're rubbing against old finance that is still around. But at <laughs> least it's, it's old finance that's adapting to like the new way of doing business. If you say that you are doing this on net cash or like off of like, you know, liquidation value, actually that is closer to fintech and like the way that they think mm -hmm. about it. So that's pretty cool. Well, if anyone actually just like wants to see like the full analysis, I should put it in the show notes. But if you just type in Smart Scout Bravo in on Amazon, it's one of the top Google searches, best financing loans for Amazon social. We lay out like five or six different options. We even throw out some of the credit cards. We just say like, hey, these are the two best credit cards. They serve kind of a different purpose. And, but these are two that are like really good for e-commerce. We've got those there as well. So it's like worth checking out and you can see how Bravo compares against the rest of them. I do want to tell people like, if you're at the stage that you're wanting to take on capital, just make sure that you trust your own accounting. Look it over, comb it over, know what your profitability is or is not. So you can determine how much you're comfortable with taking on. Maybe, you know, Bravo comes in, they offer you half a million dollars. Well, that may not be what's best for you at the beginning. If you're finance, if you've got lower margins, you know, maybe taking 200,000 or $100,000. I just think when you take on capital, you also have to make that like check of how much confidence you have in your business. Yeah, I could stand on a pedestal all day long around um, having good accounting because boy, Amazon sellers suck at accounting. <laughs> it's hard, it's hard. And, and I couldn't agree more with you. And, and that's also where, you know, us being a full service bank because Bravo Bank is a division of a larger bank, Huntington Valley Bank in Pennsylvania. And us being a full service bank, you know, we're not looking to make that extra money in the hopes that trying to make that extra money from you that might cause you to go bankrupt. You know, we are your partner. So, and also lending on your inventory value is a good gut check for you. Because if we're offering you 
300,000, but Amazon's offering you 500,000, they might not be doing the right thing by you. They might be giving you the absolute most that they possibly think they could and not worried about how that's going to, what negative effect that could have on your overall business. Us as a bank, we're not in the business of liquidating you. It's the worst thing we want to do. It's the last recourse. You know, so we want to get you at a spot where we help you grow and we grow with you all along the life cycle of your business. I think it just has to be part of the conversation because people can get too excited about like, oh my goodness, I can like grow 10x and like I'll make sure you have a good business first. And that's yep. when it makes most sense to like take on capital when you have confidence, like, oh, this is a good business. And like I still am planning on taking more loans specifically, you know, for Q4 runs. And so it's good to be aware of the, this before you're in those situations. Well, thank you, CJ, for coming and talking about this. If people want to learn a little bit more or just, just find out what they're offering, like what's their steps? What do they find you guys? They can go to bravobank.com and they can apply. And like I said, an application takes a few minutes and you can get approved in under two minutes through our software. Being a bank, we can also go up to $7 million in loans. The under 200 is a really nice first step, but you know we can go all the way up to 7 million, always reachable. Now I want to find those companies that are getting $7 million loans. I want to talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> and they must be doing something interesting. Okay, cool. Well, this was good to me. Like, you know, I've brought in uh, some fintechs to talk on the podcast. I've brought in some accounting people to talk about accounting. And this kind of like, kind of almost like ends this chapter around like, okay, now these are financial options and you guys kind of seal that conversation. Check out my article. I wrote it. And I, you know, wanted to make sure it was as accurate as possible. So people make, you know, good decisions. So Google Smart Scout Bravo. If you want to see my post, just type in Bravo Bank. If you're ready to take that step and that's it. So hopefully we educated you guys a little bit on financial options that you have. I actually like ending conversations. I like being like, no, this is the authority. We're done. So thank you, CJ. Thanks, Scott. Thanks for coming on. All right. Everyone will wrap up there. Thanks for uh, listening in. Tune in next week. We will always have more episodes to help you become a better seller. And with that, we'll uh, say goodbye. Take care. One, two, three.